I'd like to take a minute to, and Kevin, I'm sorry, you're too old for this, but can we just take a minute to remember how great it was to have a fresh, burnt CD that somebody had made for you? Oh, I mean, so that, that yes. set the tone for your weekend. If you're rolling in to the weekend with, with a new burnt CD that somebody made you that had the, the freshest tracks on Lime it. Lime wire. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Come, come on, son. Hey, listen, I, I know about that. Napster, though, not LimeWire. Napster. Yeah. You're showing. I was a Napster guy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Welcome to episode number six of the Power Five podcast. I'm Kevin Williams. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming this week's episode. Every week we continue to see new listeners. It's exciting and we are certainly very grateful for you joining us. Unfortunately, our streak for a guest host has ended at three. We had a professional athlete committed to join us, but our schedules just weren't jiving this week. So maybe next time, but have no fear. Our regular panel members are back in the saddle and ready to rank this week's topic which is songs from high school. So we're going to take a trip down to memory lane and hopefully you will enjoy this as much as we do. This is certainly going to be a lot of fun. First, let me introduce the guys, a 2004 graduate of Travelers Rest High School, Mr. Devil Dog himself, Brantley Vest. Kevin, how we doing? Doing well, doing well. It's good to have you tonight. Next, a 2005 graduate of TR High School whose favorite class was home ec, Mr. Colin Thompson. Greetings. I, uh, it took me a while to make this list after all the nostalgic vibes and just constant dark holes of, of old songs. And last, the 2003 graduate of Easley High School, a green wave in every sense of the word, whatever that is, Christian Graver. Evan, it's my pleasure to be here. You know, just listening to that intro makes me remember the smells of Easley High. I can remember the coaches. <laughs> High school was tough. Oh my god. Hey Kevin, you're man. also aging Christian. Uh you know, he oh four, baby. Oh four, baby. Oh, did I say did I say oh three? You might have. I can't I think remember. I, did. But... I think I just did. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't do that to me, Kevin. Hey, my I'm bad. Oh four. Oh four. Christian's oh we'll four, my bad. I was advanced. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a we got a fun topic tonight, man. Our top songs from high school. We got four years essentially that we got to whittle down to four or excuse me five songs so that's going to be tough but before we get into that hey it's been like three weeks since you guys gave a weight loss update anybody care to to let us know how that's going brant i could tell you've you dropped some lbs man how's that going well i mean after the first official weigh-in i was at like 15.5 or so which is kind of in that lead pack um but i mean I got work to do to get back to my February 1st uh, number. So, I mean, it's a two-week sprint uh, to March the 1st, hoping to get maybe crack 20 total. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Been a rough few weeks. Have you have you been able to run a mile yet? I know that was – we couldn't do that that first week. Can you do I'm that running, Yes, absolutely. Running the mile. Um you know, trying to get it in when I can. Mostly about the the walking four or five miles. That's kind of what I'm into right now. So not definitely not running more than a mile. Though. That ain't that ain't fun. I'll tell you something sad is I bought a Peloton last September, and I rode it last night. But when I looked at my statistics and it said, "Congrats, that was your 49th ride," and I was like, "I've had this for like five months." And when you do the math, that's less than 10 rides a month. And this thing ain't going to be paid off for the next decade. So <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm getting my money's worth. That's an expensive bike ride. Yeah. No doubt. Slow and steady progress here. Continuing to to, to tick off the pounds. Not at the speed at, at, as Bran and some of the other guys, but um, continued progress. Hey, are you subbing your nightly, nightly rice intake with anything? Are you are you going with cauliflower rice or or something like that? Uh, I'm more approaching it from a breakfast and lunch standpoint. Rice still on the on the menu. I got you. Little Uncle Ben's peel off rice peel off there. Uh, little, something little like Nors, that. Little Nors rice sides. 
Ooh, something like that. I like those. I the chicken you. flavored. I got you. Yeah. All of them. There's like a hundred of them. <laughs> exactly. Right? Why stop there? All right, man. Well, that's good to go. You guys are doing better than I am, man. I'm still putting away little deads from episode one. So Kevin, are you in the contest or you just make fun of us from the outside? Negative. Yeah, I'm not in it. Yeah. I I would have been throwing a hundred bucks away for sure. Yeah. I just do it for the camaraderie. All right. So a couple of things, man, that I jotted down just on show notes today. I'd like to ask you guys before we, since, since we're focused on music here, let me ask you guys a couple questions. What was the first CD you ever had or whether it be gifted or whether you purchased it? Can you remember what that was? I can, Kevin. Um, the first CD I ever owned was the Bad Boys soundtrack back in the 90s. I remember it was like $20 and it was a cracked case at Circuit City. I just remember getting it for the first time, taking it home. I, I don't even remember what songs were on there. I think like John B or some, some R&B stuff. I don't even remember. I just thought it was so cool that I got my first CD. So it was the Bad Boys 1, the original soundtrack. That's awesome. I've I've got that comes to mind. No doubt, Tragic Kingdom is one of the first albums I can remember or CDs I can remember having. Boys to Men, the one with mm. the big two, uh, with Water Runs Dry and some of the other classics on it. Oh yeah, I had to look it up. Um, the I I don't know if this was the first, but Garth Brooks' Rope in the Wind album. I, I vividly remember. Uh, that being in the house at a very young age. Little Papa Love Mama on that album. I mean, that Great whole album is, is yeah, strong. So my my first CD was the 1991 Brand New Man from Brooks and Dunn. Little Neon Ooh. Moon on there. Little Boot Scoot yes. Boogie. Brand New Man. Ooh, buddy, that was good stuff back then. So I was back in 1991, which is nuts. Crazy. Let me tell you, this may make you feel nostalgic, Kevin, but I had one Christmas I vividly remember where I got my first like stack of like five CDs. And in that was the first Hootie and the Blowfish, right? Cracker Review. It was the Third Eye Blind, self-titled. It was Matchbox 20, that original album. It was the Presidents of the United States of America. You remember Lump and Peaches yeah, and those of classics? Course. Of course. I just remember just getting a stack of CDs and feeling like I was on top of the world. That was a Christmas gift? <laughs> yeah, like one that's gift, a, like stacked with like four or five great, CDs. All of those albums are great. Oh, yeah. It really is. Hey, is there a is there a particular album that you guys have ever owned that you're actually embarrassed that you own it? In Saint Christmas. <laughs> Don't apologize. I think, was, I think it was my sister's, but I you know, I, I pretty much wore it out. Get October, out October to January. All right, so mine's Daydream, Mariah Carey. Yeah, Kevin, that, I had it too. You can't be uh, embarrassed about that. I bought it for the cover. Listen, man, I was embarrassed because you got, listen, that was a middle school record. And I was like into Nine Inch Nails then. I was into like Pantera, some like weird stuff, obviously. And I had some Mariah Carey and there was this other dude. I don't know, man. He found out that I had Daydream by Mariah Carey. And like, I remember him like making a big deal about it and laughing. And um, <laughs> I mean, I still knew all the songs, man. But yeah, a little embarrassed about that. Daydream, I love, Mariah I Carey. Love it. Evan, I love Great it. Album. I had it. And yes. you shouldn't be embarrassed. What I should be embarrassed of is buying Ashley Simpson's album when I was old enough to know better. <laughs> What's she doing now? Lip syncing. Okay. All right. Colin, Hanson, Boombop. I can get that one a little handsome. You like that, huh? Umbop. Can listen, we've tried to get you to do some Eminem, some Kenny Chesney. Can you at least sing a little Umbop for us? Absolutely not. All right. Hey, what are what are some some early music memories that you you guys have? For instance, okay, so I remember driving to school. We we always had we had a record player in our kitchen growing up. A lot of old albums. My mom, you know, we had a lot of Michael Jackson stuff, some Rod Stewart, Hall of Notes. All the notes. Um, yeah. So I remember driving to school with my mom or she was driving us to school and uh, we listened to 102.5 in the morning all the time. That's when they were playing like 70s and 80s stuff. And man, I, I, I kind of got brought up on on that type of music. And then when I got to middle school, I had a buddy named Dave Link and 
uh, Dave's dad was just into all this new grunge rock straight out of Seattle and hanging out over at his house, got kind of got introduced to that, got introduced to some hip hop back then. And anyways, that just kind of got me going and, and really getting into music, started going to concerts. I remember eighth grade, Brant, you talked about Tragic Kingdom, no doubt. My very, very first concert was, uh, no doubt Bush and the Goo Goo Dolls little trifecta right there at the memorial auditorium so that was good stuff and brand i think i told you this one time but here's an early memory for you in fourth grade i sang vince gills i still believe in you at the talent show can't find any video footage of that though did you win i don't think they gave out prizes then um i don't know but i did participate i don't think i won though no Man, I, speaking of Bush, though, I was a huge Bush fan in, in like middle school. Sixteen Stone, one of the Ooh. one of the. I wore that album out. Yeah. Man, great album. Listen, we had everything. Was, Zen, yeah. Machine mm. Head. Yeah. My yeah. wife's first Come concert back, was Bush as well. Nice. So, first first concert for me. Alan Jackson and Lee Ann Rahm's Little John Coliseum. How about it? Wow. I never That's got awesome. into Leanne Rhymes. She had like I this like either. little nasally thing. I I didn't think she could sing very well. She I mean she did well though. She's pretty good on the masked singer when you don't see her face. Oh my gosh. <laughs> was she really on that? I think she was. My wife watches it. Touche. I will say a little music memory for you. Do you guys remember Freedom Weekend Aloft, the balloon oh, show? Yeah. Absolutely. When I was in the third grade, I sang Tupac. And Dr. Dre's California Love in front of everyone with no fear. I got up on this middle of some stage with a microphone. And I don't know why. I don't know how my mom allowed me to do that, but I knew every single word and I freaking killed it. Love it. Well, so an early memory, a music memory for me is I had a five disc CD changer in the trunk. So I would have to, anytime, you know, I would get inspired, I had to pull over, you know, like whip it into Pete's on points at parking lot, change the disc out, like, you know, lift the trunk. Great I forgot idea. about those. I just forgot rode about around those. with like a stack of CDs in the middle console. But um, like if I wanted to hear, you know, something crazy that just inspired me, I got to whip it in the parking lot and change it out real quick. That's hilarious. I remember those. I never had any of those add-on, you know, five disc changers and never got any kind of speakers installed or anything. But, man, I certainly ruined some, I guarantee you, just by cranking the music up when I was driving. But Kevin, tell us how difficult it was to go from cassette tapes to CD players. Oh, man. Oh, man. No, hey, it wasn't difficult. It was, it was welcomed. I was glad about that. Didn't have to fast-forward that thing all the way through. You know, just hit the little little song skip. It was nice. Arguably, the the biggest technological advance was going from cassette to CD player. I mean, just cruise through the songs, skip to the That's, one you want. It's, it's pretty huge, yeah, no doubt. That crazy though, man. Like, I mean, do, did y'all keep your CDs? Do y'all still have those? I still got some for sure, but I, I just threw away my entire like CD book. Wow. And it was so hard for me to do, but I was like, I don't know when I'm going to be able to play these again. I actually have a record player, but I don't have a CD player anymore. Oh, threw them away. Threw them uh, away. Did you, so did you have like the big book with like the oh, booklets? Absolutely. And the oh, well, this man. one. So I, I stopped doing the booklets after a certain time, but wow. I was the guy. So like, I think after high school, when I was in college, every Tuesday I was at Best Buy, Circuit City, Target, new CD, Every Tuesday, I would even discover new artists that way. Like that was my life. So it was so hard for me to like just do Spotify or just do Apple Music. It took a lot. And really throwing my CD book at the dumpster was like a part of me died. But I had to break away. Yeah, I feel you on that. I I wish I still had my collection. I don't, obviously, but um, it's difficult. I I used to, I had a pretty decent sized collection too, man. I used to spend any kind of excess cash that i had especially in middle school any money coming in from christmas or birthdays on on stuff we had this uh you guys again i'm older than y'all but on lawrence road you had a a music store called the cd warehouse and the cd warehouse was the only place i knew that actually sold boots on cds i bought a couple like australian boots for from pearl jam 
Can-Am Gifts, a music store down in Myrtle Beach, they had videos. I remember buying a VHS for 50 bucks. It was a nine-inch nail video. It was a concert from uh, Canada. I mean, just crazy, man. Anyways, you ready, man? Let's do it. All right, let's go, Big C. Gentlemen, welcome to the lyrics game. I have selected 10 songs all from Billboard year-end Hot 100s list from the late 90s and early 2000s. As host, I have done my best to mix up the different types of songs selected. Most of these come from the top 10 to 15 on those lists, but all are on those lists. I will begin by reading a popular part of the song that may or may not be or include the chorus. If you know the song or the artist, please make an audible ding at any point. The first person to do so will have an opportunity to guess both. Song and artist are each worth a point. If both aren't answered correctly, other competitors can guess once. 20 points total, point for the song, point for the artist, 10 songs. Let's do it. What, what, is, it. The, what is the range here in terms of years? They are going to range from, I think, 1998 is the oldest, and I think 2003 is the newest. I got you. Okay. I tried to get that sweet spot, Kevin, so you weren't at a disadvantage, given your age, significantly older than Well, I saw you added that, that, that 98 year. That was your first freshman year, right? And then you, you had to do it again. Yeah, that was actually like my seventh grade year, but maybe who's six. counting? Who's counting? All right, are we ready? Any questions? No. Song one comes from the year two thousand. I know you say that I am assuming things. Something's going down. That's the way it seems. Shouldn't be the reason why you're acting strange. If nobody's holding you back from me, because I know how you usually do when you say everything to me times two, why can't you just tell the truth? If somebody's there, then tell me who. Say my name, say my name. If no one Ding. is around. Ding. Destiny's Christian. Child, say my name. Two points for Christian. Let's oh, do man. it. I was absolutely clueless Colin, until we, we got to the core. Can you do the... Can can you at least absolutely sing it like in the <laughs> say know, my name say my name the, yeah. I'm not gonna do that Colin's speaking voice throwing me way <laughs> yeah I really thought that was Brooks and Dunn for say like five days going down say my <laughs> the way it seems I think there will be some funny lyrics in here doing it just like that all right song two Christian up two two zero zero song two. From 2001, if you're calling about the car, I sold it. If this is Tuesday night, I'm Dang. bowling. Brent. Blake Shelton. Austin. Boom. Two love it. Let's go. Let's if go. this is Austin, I still love you. Yes. P.S. Right song. I song. knew that, and I'm not a country guy. Song three. It's going to be interesting to see if anybody gets this and how quick. From 1999. Hip-hop marmalade, spick and span. Met you one summer and it all began. Oh, ding. O-A-R. I mean, uh, 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 not O-A-R. Uh, it's something like that. Um, hold on. Ding. How much time do I got? How much time do I got? Three, two, It's not, it's not O-A-R. One. It's something like ding. that. Ding. Do you know the name of the Ding. song, Brant? Abercrombie and Fitch. That's not the Ding. name. Ding, I know it. Christian. LFO, Summer Girls. <sighs> Two points to oh Christian. I knew it was three letters. It was Dang. a valiant effort, Brant. Light, funky ones. <clears throat> song number four from the year 2000. From St. Louis to Memphis, from Texas back up to Indiana. Shot town. Ding. Nelly Country Grammar. Two points for Christian. Man, running away. Running this away is, with this it. This is a blowout. 
What do we got? Hit me with, hit me with country right? and I'll lose. Country grammar, though. Kevin, I'm expecting you maybe to make an appearance here. Oh, we'll gosh. see. Pressure's on. 2001. That's like saying the test is easy before you take it. <laughs> 2001. We've got a six to two to zero scoreboard update. 2001, song number five. Now that she's back from that soul vacation, tracing her way through the constellation, hey, hey, she checks out Mozart while she does Tybo. Brant. Train? I don't know. That's the name correct. Of hold on. Hold on. Why in the world would I know some train? I don't know some train. Brand, you have five. Ding. Four, three, oh, I, can't, I can't call two, it. Two. One. Ding. Christian. Drops of Jupiter. That is correct. <sighs> Running away. Christian has What's seven. Brant has three. Kevin is scoreless. <laughs> My scoreless. only goal at this point is to keep Kevin scoreless. All right. All right. I'm focused. Here we go. Song Fired number up. six from 2003. It's where I found Jesus, where I wrecked my Dang. first <gasps> Kevin got in. No. No. Review the tape. Brooks and Dunn, Old Dirt Road. Oh, that was Fred. Terrible. That was me. I'm sorry. Day. Can you clarify the name of the song? I didn't hear Red you. Dirt Road, Brooks and Dunn. Two points to Kevin. I got absolutely that. cheated. No, I got the ding in front Review of you. Review the tape. It's clear. Christian oh, you got it, <laughs> I saw song, Brent, but Kevin got the box. Like his box lit up. Number seven. I got can helped out Kevin, on the song title. Can Kevin climb back in this? From 2000, watch the world float to the dark side of the moon. After all I knew, it had to be something to do with you. I really don't mind what happens now and then, as long as you'll be my friend at the end. If I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? Ding. Yes, Christian. Three doors down, kryptonite. Boom. Yeah. Two points to Christian. Scoring update through song seven. Christian with nine. Brant with three, Kevin with Brant can tie it. Just get these last three. Gotta. Yeah, sweet. Clean sweet. Song eight from 2003. If I fell off tomorrow, would you still love me? If I didn't. (laughs) Yes, Christian. Oh, it is 50 cent. Correct. Um, And it's 21 questions. Correct. Man. That that was impressive, Christian. That, well, that was impressive. I knew it because like I could think about it, but the title it took me a couple seconds. He is a DJ. <laughs> he is a DJ. Yes. Yeah. To be <laughs> fair. <laughs> yeah. All right. Song nine, Kevin. I mean, if you don't get this, one, I might I just silence myself. <laughs> Nineteen ninety-eight, <clears throat> and I'd give up forever to touch you. Because I know Brand got that one in. Get out of here. Aerosmith. <laughs> oh, Wrong. No, dig it. He, he, he missed. That's a negative one. Oh, Kevin no. was next. Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, Iris. Two points That's to it. Kevin, and he takes the lead. He takes over second place. It was. I was thinking of Liv Tyler in that movie. <laughs> Armageddon. Yes. All right. ABB right. right here. Anybody? 11 for Christian, 4 for Kevin, oh, 3 sorry. for Brant. All right. Song 10 from 2000. I haven't seen you in forever. You Thank haven't changed. Yes, Kenny Brant. Chesney. <laughs> Kenny Chesney. That's correct. Brant, you've got 5, 4, Three, oh, two, uh, uh, one. Gosh, that's it. Right. That's it. Has anybody else dinged? No. Ding. Don't when the Christian. sun goes down. That's wrong. <laughs> Do you, can you finish Bobby the McGee. lyric now? You didn't think that I'd remember, but how could I forget? We sang Bobby McGee on the hood of my car, made a wish on every star. In that clear September sky. That is uh, – all right, so let me throw that ding out there. That's going to be um, Tom, anything Tom. but mine. No. That is incorrect. Tom. 
It was one of Colin's uh, favorite songs. <laughs> it was. Kenny I Chesney's did. Don't Happen Twice. So now it's got to be sudden death to decide second place with me and Kevin. Christian, sudden I death. I got one. My loneliness is killing Dang. me. Britney Spears, Free Britney. What's the song? I, I must believe, confess, I still believe, I still believe. When I'm not with that's you, that's I time, lose time, my time. Mind. That's it. That's it. Hit me, baby, Dang. one more yes. time. Yes, yes. All right. Well, that Give was fun. Congrats to Christian on running away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congrats, Christian. Colin, Do I get a little Debbie box? Thing. All right, guys. Now it's time to rank our top five songs from our high school days. Man, this is like the impossible ranking if there ever was one. I mean, it it probably would have been wiser to actually pick our senior year or something like that. But here we are. We got four years to choose five songs, the top five songs of our high school career. So for me, that's going to be 96 to 2000, uh, the fall of 96 until the spring of 2000. And you guys can alleviate to what years uh, you were in high school as well, but man, it is time and it's going to be fun to see what all, what is on everybody's panel. So Christian, I got you kickstarting this tonight, big guy. Number five for you. Number five. Well, Kevin, coming in at number five for me, this actually came out my freshman year of high school in the fall of 2000. And uh, I'll tell you, this was what I used to do. Come home from school, click on the PS1, little NFL Blitz, little Blue Powerade, little Goldfish, put on a little Linkin Park hybrid theory in the end. Uh, one of the most classic, iconic songs from them, that band. And I would tell you, just doing a little research, uh, Chester, uh, the main singer there for Linkin Park, who, rest in peace, actually never wanted that song to be on the album. Um, so for such a big hit that I would still listen to to this day, pretty crazy. Uh, that's my number five right there. In the end, Linkin Park. All right, number five for me is a song that I will admittedly say it gets worse with time. Um, but back in the day, it was a song that, I mean, we listened to all the time. It was the Myrtle Beach song. It was Anything But Mine by Kenny Chesney. I remember listening to it a lot. Terrible song now, and it's gotten worse. Kenny Chesney, not great. But I could not uh, have that off of my list. I had to include it. Anything But Mine, Kenny Chesney, 2004. You said it was called the Myrtle Beach song. You're saying yeah, that's, I mean, like, that's like your your group's anthem back in high school? I mean, the anthem, like you listen to it on the way down the senior week, the whole nine yards, anything but mine. I mean, you, you know, um, great song, great song back then. Kenny was strong back then, man. He yeah. was strong in those days. 100%. There ain't no doubt about that. I could and he's not, still like, strong. There's so many songs that are better now that I wanted to put on my list. I was like – you have to at least squeeze anything but mine on there. So, is that I, the I, barbecue stain on the white T-shirt, or that's Mr. Oh, wrong song? That's Mister McGraw. <laughs> Good song though. It didn't make my list, but great song. Number five for me. I think um, most all of us will be able to relate to this song, and it, it probably will make an appearance. I will not delay any further. The 2002 release by Eminem, Lose Yourself. Can I hear a little little line? You want to dun, dun, wrap dun, something dun, out here, dun, Colin? Dun, 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 Mom Spaghetti. Yeah, Christian took care of that for me. Oh, come on, man. That was weak. That was weak. I, I don't know that. Well, I'm sure there were several people that didn't love it, but, man, come on. Lose Yourself, Eminem, ultimate hype song. I like that pick. All right, my number five pick. First of all, you know, I like going through my criteria first and just kind of talking about some things. And, um, man, so I forget kind of what songs were going on back then or what songs were released back then or not. So I just kind of brainstormed a few songs that were on the fringe of making my top five, but then I actually had to eliminate them because they were actually outside of my high school year. So I just want to share those with you first. Okay, here we go. First one. We got a little The Crossroads. The Crossroads from Bone Thugs 
in harmony. I know, so old. I used to skate to that song. Boom, 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 boom. I mean, the eighties were great. That's a, that's a, that's disrespectful right there, man. Disrespectful. But I certainly was always impressed with how fast those dudes could rap. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was actually, it actually came out in 95. So I couldn't throw that in there. Uh, another song was Hold My Hand by Hootie. Yeah. Uh, to talk about just an ultimate anthem, man. Just something that just makes everybody feel good. And again, shows my age on that. Uh, obviously, couldn't throw that in there. Couldn't throw in um, Hold My Hand by Hootie and the Blowfish. And then, uh, another one, man, this is a female artist, uh, arguably the angriest of all female artists, uh, Alanis Morissette, you ought to know. Yeah. You guys Jagged Little Pill. I, that was a great album. Jagged great Little cassette. Pill, Jagged Little Pill, yes. start to finish, man. I'm telling you, what what an album for sure. I actually remember seeing You Ought to Know's video on a show on MTV back in the day called Headbangers Ball. You guys are probably. Yeah, for sure. I know it. Yeah. But man, that's good stuff. So I couldn't include those three. So here we are. I had to had to come up with a, a a lot of songs, obviously that were in the correct time period. So here we go. Number five, we've got George Strait carrying your love with me, mm. coming in at May of nineteen ninety seven. It actually hit number one on the country Billboard charts during that year. Uh, I, I honestly was not a huge George fan prior to the carrying your love with me album uh he actually had a at a festival at death valley called the george Strait festival man he had all kinds of good people there he had obviously himself he had tim and faith he had kenny chesney uh, a few other folks that that i can't remember but that's that's uh an anthem that i remember just rolling the windows down just felt like summertime and it was good stuff so carrying your love with me coming in at number five by George Strait. Solid pick, K-Love. Yeah. Can't go wrong with King George. Mm, love it. Number four. Well, coming in at number four for me, I was a real big hip-hop kid back in high school. Used to rock the FUBU jerseys, the Cisco, the Dragon Chains. High school was tough. Um, but I will say coming at number four, the 2003 album that really changed hip hop, uh, Mr. Curtis, 50 Cent Jackson, Get Rich or Die Trying, the song In the Club. Colin, can I get a little go shorty at your birthday? <laughs> do, do, uh, go, 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 Was that the red album? The red album with his shirt off. Man, that album... Game Changer, yeah. 2003. Yeah. It was either late my sophomore, early in my junior year. I just remember everybody like going to Poco Music and getting that CD. Yeah, that was a good one. All right, number four for me. Um, let me set the mood here. I'm in the 94 Green Ford Explorer. I hand crank the moonroof. I've got it. I've got. I've got a date with me. It's like 8:30 p.m. It's a little dark. We're driving to the Furman track to walk a few laps. Um, and we're we're listening to Come Away With Me by Nora Jones. Okay. Oh, um, one of I, I can remember this album came out in 2002, but I rocked it all of the time. It was an early morning album I would listen to on my way to school for a good stretch. And anytime uh, the sun goes down and I can hand crank the moonroof on the Explorer. I'm listening to Nora Jones come away with me. So that's my number four pick. Smooth coffee like shop. Time. All right. I've got a confession to make. I'm breaking the rules with this pick and Christian, although he doesn't know it yet, is going to give me a free pass on it because <laughs> I would go on on Friday nights in high school to easily to hang out and Christian and Dilworth would always have music prior to me hearing it. And there was a running joke that it took a significant amount of time for the music to make its way to Traveler's Rest. <laughs> um, it's accurate. And, and we would we would talk about this every weekend. And I was shocked when I when I went to this song to look at the release date that it was released in 2000. So breaking the rules here, I'm going with Nelly Ride With Me. Hey, yes. let's go. 
Listen, man, that was going to be on my list. And I looked at it. The album came out in 2000, but I think the single itself was gaining popularity like in 01 or something like that. So we'll allow it, Colin. It was definitely, you know, when you think about those three or four songs that were always playing, whether they were your favorite or not, that was one from high school. If it still slaps today, either riding down 85 or at a wedding, you know it was a classic from your high school days. 100%. All right. So coming in at number four for me is a song that was released back in February of 96. Uh, I didn't go to my freshman year started August of 96. However, I got into this song probably right there at the beginning of my freshman year of high school, maybe a couple months in the summer before that. Uh, But it's a song called Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine. And I got turned on to Rage Against the Machine because in middle school, I actually got into metal a little bit. And there was a movie called The Crow with Brandon Lee in it. And I actually bought that soundtrack, had a ton of metal on there. One of the bands was Rage. And, man, I don't get into song meanings and all that sort of stuff. I just like something that hits and kind of gets you hyped up, especially playing playing football, playing baseball a lot back in high school, just whatever to kind of – get my mind right right to to compete and and bulls on parade kind of kind of did that for me and i tell you what it still hits today bulls on parade coming in at number four for me by rage against machine funny funny story about this um so there was a store at myrtle beach called can-am gifts and uh, Bulls on Parades on an album called Evil Empire. So I go into Can-Am Gifts. I don't know if y'all remember this or not. It's right across the street from the old pavilion. And um, going to Can-Am Gifts, pick me up an Evil Empire Rage Against Machine t-shirt. And anyways, pay like 25 bucks for it or whatever. Well, I bring it back out to the uh, car and it had something written on the back. Wasn't a big fan of it. So I take it back in and I'm like, man, you know, I didn't realize this had this written on the back of it. And the guy points right behind the cash register and it says it's got a sign. No, no exchanges, no refunds. <laughs> Here I am, you know, I'm like 13, 14 years old. So, I mean, what am I going to do? Right. So I just, all right. And I walk back out to the car and I'm with my, my friend down at the beach and his mom, she says, give me that bag. And so she takes it on in there and she starts raising the scene a little bit and they, they hold to it, man. They're like, yeah, I'm sorry. You're not going to be able to get a refund on that shirt. You know, this is store policy. And she, she, she walks the aisles. I kid you not. And says, I'm going to get my $25 worth and breaks a few necklaces up and down the aisle, uh, before walking out. How about were that? they puka shell? Uh, probably were. <laughs> All right, number four, Rage Against the Machine Bulls on Parade. Man, I thought you were going to say Slipknot for a second there. I got a little wild, but um, metal stage, yeah. I like it. I like it. Number three. Hello there. All right, time for my number three. Uh, you, you really can't talk about early 2000s rock without Blink-182. And for me, I mean, they're a band that I still listen to today, like their stuff back in the 90s. And really in the 2000s, when their self-titled album, Blink-182, came out in 2003, I Miss You, which is still one of those iconic kind of more acoustic songs that you could still hear on the radio today. So Blink-182, I Miss You, coming in at number three. Love it. I went through a blink phase for sure. Nice. Um, Number three for me is um, a song that really still, it gets better with time. Uh, Like a, like a good Merlot. It gets better with time. Cameron. Hey, ma. Look at the range, man. I got a whole new game plan. Look and said, that's nothing but game cam. She was right. She was up in the range, man. Dropped her off at the Let's go. Such a good song. Classic. It gets better every time you hear it. Cameron, Hey Ma, number three, 2002. Classic. I love it. Anything Cameron. Oh boy, Hey Ma. So yes. good. 
I was at Clemson during this time, and I don't I don't remember Hayma. Weren't you in safety? <laughs> I was gone, man. Disney Plus, great, well, Disney, great. You know, it was disrespectful to say that Tommy Bowden said, "Get your filthy hands off my rock." That was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I bet Howard's rolling in his grave. I'm sure he deserves to be. I'd like to take a minute to, and Kevin, I'm sorry, you're too old for this, but can we just take a minute to remember how great it was to have a fresh burnt CD that somebody had made for you? Oh, I mean, so that, that yes. set the tone for your weekend. If you're rolling in to the weekend with, with a new burnt CD that somebody made you that had the, the freshest tracks on Lime it. wire. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Come, come on, son. Hey, listen, I I know about that. Napster though, not LimeWire. Napster. Yeah, you're showing. Yeah, I was a right. Napster guy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the the fresh CD, and then if if your girl made it for you, it had really cute handwriting all the way around, and it like swirled in, and just perfect, perfect. So the little hearts over the eyes. Yes, yeah. A simpler time. Oh man, really I really right. want a mixtape. Colin, Colin had that fresh in uh, sync Backstreet Boys, ninety eight degrees, the whole nine yards. I'm surprised those haven't hit the list yet. You seem to know them pretty well, Podfather. Speaking of Colin <laughs> in high school, this is completely unrelated to the pod, but we used to have to roll Colin's windows up at the same exact time in the Acura. Like they wouldn't roll up unless you hit them at the same exact time. Just some respect <laughs> to that. Love it. Yes. The legend. Collins yes. classic line when we would pull back up to the high school is windows up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, number three. Um, and, and Branch, you touched on this earlier. It's just impossible to think back to those days without a little Kenny Chesney. Uh, the 2003 release, The Good Stuff. Just such a great song. You instantly know what it is. Your hands are shaking so much And it's the way that she looks With her ass in her hair Eating burnt suppers The whole first year And asking for seconds To keep her from tearing up Yeah man That's the good stuff I would say that's one of his That stayed pretty good over time That's a good one I like that I had a Kenny. I had a Kenny song that was on the fringe, did not make it. Uh, again, showing my age, nineteen ninety seven classic. She's got it all, uh, but didn't. That's a good song. It. Oh, I love it, man. It's it's yeah. good stuff. That was Kenny when he was his very early that awesome. Stuff was pretty good. Yeah. It is. That was Kenny when he had hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then he got weird. And- yeah, it was like Tennessee country. It wasn't like Jamaican country. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, making out on Little Walker. All right, number three for me. I got another country classic coming in here. We got Mr. Timmy McGraw's For a Little While on the Everywhere album, releasing in November of 1998. Man, the piano and fiddle intro. talk about something that just makes you feel like summertime rolling down sun my first car was a 72 sky blue chevelle big 350 engine purring man i it sounded like probably like some led zeppelin or something needed to be coming from it but many a times had some good good timmy and george Strait, the whole nine yards but uh number three for me for a little while tim mcgraw coming in at number three it's a great song. Great. Is that that's on the Every, Everywhere album? That's right. Man, that's such a good album too. He had six I think singles you, released on that. Yes. You you arguably have the better block of time to choose from for sure because I mean you have great late 90s country, still like the grunge era with with Pearl Jam and different things, some some really good rap too in the late 90s. Yeah, for sure. I'm jealous of your of your yeah, block like, of like time. Like Buster Rhymes Woo-ha. 
Yes. Come on, come on, ride that train, Quad City DJs. Oh, love it. The Macarena. <laughs> hey, lots of Tupac, lots of Biggie during that time for sure. T's and P's. T's and P's, T's and P's. Coming in at number two. Well, you know, number two for me comes from 2002. Um, my second favorite country group next to Brooks and Dunn. It's uh, Manny Fresh. It's Baby. It's the Big Timers. It's the Gator Boots with the Pimp Down Gucci Just kidding, guys. It's a rap song called, uh, what was it called? Still Fly? Yeah, exactly. Because yes. it's still fly to this day. Yeah. When that thing, when that hits, look, I play it, I've DJed for like the past 10 years. And if there's anyone in my age range or even a little bit older and you play that song, everybody's out there on the dance floor. It's what, 19 years old now? And when that song hits, I mean, it's over, man. Big timers. Still fly. Such a good song. Dang it. I didn't even consider that. That would have been on my list. All right. Number two for me. Thank you for the plug, Christian. Brooks and Dunn. It's getting better all the time. Um, let me just say about this song. If, if the hair on the back of your neck does not stand to attention, when Ronnie Dunn fires off with this song and then I don't know what he said. It's getting better all the time. It's getting better all the time. song getting better all the time and it's it gets better all the time i can hear it now and it's just such a classic brooks and dunn number two it's getting better all the time peak brooks and dunn man peak brooks and my hair standing up right now (laughs) well my thunder was stolen but what's up fresh it's our turn baby yeah still fly let's go big timers number two on my list respect such a good song no doubt i picked no doubt i picked that song up and easily i'm instantly (laughs) back in ocean lakes uh sometime around 2001 2002 uh with dilworth cruising the ocean lakes strip (laughs) listening to still fly absolutely love it all right, my number two song might be a little bit off the grid. Don't know how you guys feel about this, but number two for me is Long Day by Matchbox 20. I can't get myself to go away. Hey, it's me. And I can't get myself to go away. Oh, God, I shouldn't feel this way now. Reach down your hand in your pocket. Pour out some hope for me. It's been a long day. Coming off an album called Yourself or Someone Like You, which is actually released back in October of 96. It was their first single, definitely not their biggest. Uh, they had bigger hits like Push, 3AM, Real World. But Long Day really got me going for Matchbox. And Rob Thomas, I don't know if y'all know this, big SC boy, raised in South Carolina, grew up on Willie, the Hag, etc. Um, wow. I read an interview on him and uh whoever interviewed him asked like you know why didn't you get into country music and he's like you know i just i just write my lyrics whatever they are comes out the way that they are they do do a little bit of country stuff but most of their stuff is a little bit more like i don't know it kind of started out as rock but it's got a little pop flair to it now definitely early matchbox 20 much better than later in my personal opinion but long day just that raspy uh solid solid uh rob thomas yes. with that man give us a rob thomas hey little known fact about this dude maybe you've heard it maybe you haven't so <laughs> 
So going back to like, I don't know, 2010, 2009, something like this, it was whenever Dilworth got engaged down at Disney World, okay, whatever that year was. So me, the rabbi, and Dilworth go to MGM Studios. Now it's Hollywood Studios, but at the time it was MGM Studios. They have this little thing called the American Idol Experience, okay? So you could go and watch it, right? It's like a little hour-long show. You could also audition to be on the show. So we watch it, and then I'm like, God, oh, Dilworth, let's go audition, man. Let's go audition. So me, the rabbi, and Dilworth, we go back and audition to be on the show. Lo and behold, what do I choose to audition with? Push by Matchbox 20. Let's hear it. Nope, 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 nope. Can't do that right now. Well, I will. Well, I will. Yes. <laughs> I, I want like to take you for ground. Yes. So, I like the way that Kevin's song starts. It's like an acapella start, isn't it? Like he just cranks out. So I don't know if I'm I, no, she, I don't know that she puts me through to the next round and then I have to sing another song, but it was going to be like another hour. I was like, the heck with this. You know, she gave us a couple fast passes and we moved. What on. did Dilworth do? Oh, dude. I she bangs. She bangs Ricky Martin. I Listen, this is no exaggeration. Jesus loves me. Are you kidding me? Wow, that is classic listen, vintage tour. Listen, such a preacher son. Out of, exactly, he's been a preacher's kid his whole life. Love <laughs> yeah. Anyways, shout out to uh, the rabbi. Rabbi, yes. that's right. All right, so yeah. Anyways, number two, got to see old Matchbox Twenty come to Furman. Saw him live; that was solid as well. Number two, Long Day, Matchbox Twenty. Love it. Number one. Well, guys, coming in at number one, again, I graduated in 2004, and this was this was tough because this genre of music, there were so many good songs, so many good artists, so much good hip-hop, and that was really what defined that four years for me. I remember going to Boys State the summer after my junior year, listening to stuff like Shake Your Tail Feather, uh, Lil John and the Eastside Boys, Bone Crusher, so much good hip-hop. I remember doing push-ups on the hard floor to that. But really, when I think about my time, I think about when I was a freestyle rapper out in the quad at Easley High School, when I defeated Ty Ramsey my junior year for the WWE Championship belt um, to a little bit of uh, Eminem's Lose Yourself. Just let it slip. Yo. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous. But on the surface, he looks calm and ready to drop palms. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking how? Everybody's choking now. The clock's run out. Time's up. Over. So palms were sweaty. There's vomit on my sweater already because I got a three-month baby. But anyway, Eminem, I mean, really, you pick what you want from Eminem. But I think Lose Yourself, 8 Mile, Shout out to my dad who took my brother, who at the time was like five, to see that movie on Thanksgiving Day. My mom did not approve, but I did because it's a classic. So Eminem, Lose Yourself, number one. Let's go. All right, number one for me. Um, and it was tough to choose with this with this one group. It was tough to choose my number one song, but had to give the number one spot uh, to to my favorite group of all time, Outcast, the way you move. I mean, such a good song. That uh, the speaker box and the love below album was a great one. I, th I think arguably their best stuff is a little bit earlier than this, but um, and then they were kind of really mainstream at this point. That's the a lot of mainstream songs on this album, but the way you move, classic, um, <clears throat> just still a favorite of mine. Still in the still in the all song shuffle for me now to this day. Love it. That and Hey Ya, uh, two songs yeah. that are still still relevant. Absolutely. Andre, yeah. when I was doing my research for this um, and the lyrics game, a lot of love for Outcast back in those days. 
I think even bombs over Baghdad was like number one one year. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one right there. Yeah. Even okay. AT aliens going back to Kevin's yes, time. Elevators, hey, elevators, so good. Bombs over Baghdad, little infield pregame for Berea baseball. You remember that, Colin? Absolutely. All right, number one, and this was tough. We've covered it. You know how tough this list was, but I had to go back to the well. I mean, when I hear this song. It's a Friday afternoon. You're out of school, maybe 4.30 in the fall, getting ready for a little Friday night football tailgate action outside Chico Bowling Stadium. Kenny Chesney, Just Don't Happen Twice, 2001. We sang Bobby McGee on the hood of my car. What a classic. All right, my number one pick, you know, anybody who's a friend of mine knows that I'm a super fan of Pearl Jam, if you will. So I had to throw a little Pearl Jam in. I liked Pearl Jam long before high school, but I would say when I heard the Yield album, um, that, that turned my fanhood into the next level. Yield is my favorite Pearl Jam album. That's something I can definitively say, but it, but it's it's difficult in every other song or album that I try to rank for Pearl Jam. But Yield has always been my number one for for quite some time. There's a tune on there called "Given to Fly." Given to Fly is probably not my favorite Pearl Jam song right now, but in high school it definitely was. And I don't know if you guys realize this, but, you know, we talked about the AOL chat rooms last week. So we yams, my my screen name, we used to go into or I used to go into these Pearl Jam chat rooms. And back in the day, you would actually trade bootlegs. You know, every every artist now just releases their album as a bootleg, a live bootleg, but or not every artist, but but a lot of them. And and certainly Pearl Jam, every live show that they put out now is is sold as a bootleg a live album. But um back then you know, you had to illegally acquire live recordings and these these people would go in and actually uh, record on these tapes a recording of the live show. And so you get in here, these chat rooms and these people were just trading cassette tapes back and forth. And if you didn't have an album or excuse me, a show to trade, you would have to send these blank Max L cassette tapes like these things are top of the line max l cassette tapes like two for 10 bucks or something and generally to start off if a show was three cassette tapes long you would have to send off like nine max l cassette tapes and i'll never forget my first show that i traded for was out in indio california i think it was a 95 or 96 show i'm not quite sure but on the very end Whoever it was that traded me this bootleg threw a an advanced copy of Given to Fly on there. And I remember listening to it over and over and over and over on my little CD player that I had. And it had the cassette, d- double combo cassette tapes with it. And, man, I just thought Given to Fly was just awesome. And it hooked me. Love it. Love the Pearl Jam. All right, so yeah. Anyways, given to fly, man, my favorite tune back in high school, and still one of the top songs that that I still love today. Given to fly, Pearl Jam, number one. Love it, Eddie Vedder. Anything? I mean, I'm a a big Temple of the Dog guy. Can you give me a little hunger strike? I'm going hungry. I'm going hungry. I'm going hungry. I don't mind stealing bread. From the mouth oh. of the Oh, that song. I got I got the CD right here. Terrible, terrible. My Eddie, I know you're out there listening. My bad, man. My bad. Okay. Kevin, I will hey, say the late, this. The late Chris Cornell, T's and Peace. That's right. That's a great pick. I, I had to leave uh, Yellow Ledbetter off my list, in fairness, because you really brought me into the Pearl Jam fold very late, and I'm – 
very appreciative of that. Um, so I left, left it off, left it off the list, just in fairness to what I was actually listening to in high school. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's but that's, one of the greatest songs of all time. Yellow lead better 2004. That's good stuff. I, no doubt. You know, I had to, I didn't want to just load up my list with, with Pearl jam, but something that I considered throwing on there was last kiss from Pearl jam, uh, which came out in 99 part of a, I don't know, some kind of benefit to raise money for some refugees out there. And uh, anyways, last kiss, I remember purchasing that album at Barefoot Landing down at the beach during senior <laughs> Yeah, Barefoot Landing, shout Barefoot out. Barefoot Landing. I missed that part. Yeah, for sure. Podfather, where was Future Days on your list? Uh, Future Days was well after high school, so it was not considered. Podfather, where was Everlong by Foo Fighters on your list? It was not on there. However, Learn to Fly, that was considered. I knew you were a fan. Oh, huge, huge Foo fan. Huge Foo fan. Absolutely. Hey, before we go over our final rankings right here, was there any fringe songs that you guys had to cut off? Yellow Lab Better for me. Um, Tons of other ones, man. I'd I'd have to look back at my Google search. It was nuts. One of the biggest songs, but I actually hate it today. Is Usher, yeah, with Ludacris and Lil John. Like yeah. that was the song. Yes. It's the reason I bought a camo Atlanta Braves 5950 fitted. Yes. And like I actually don't want to hear it anymore. Like, is it possible that it's like done its time? Hey, confessions number two. How about that? Oh, no, that <laughs> that's still good today. Yeah. A lot of Nelly on the preliminary list. Agreed. Man, yeah. I had well, St. Lunatics. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had to cut out several things. The, these aren't necessarily on my French picks. I, I've mentioned those already. A couple of Matchbox 20 didn't make the cut. Uh, Scar Tissue, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah. Um, no Third Eye Blind, Jumper. Yeah, well, no, I had Semi-Charm Life. Oh, that's uh, still good. Kind of life. Yeah, I had that. Um, obviously, some Biggie stuff. Even some Boys to Men, Song for Mama. Oh, yeah. Four oh, yes. Loneliness. Uh, lots, of, lots of Kenny, lots of George. Hey, Colin, what you know about this? Drink, swear, still and lie. Michael Peterson. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know what you speak of. <laughs> I've never heard of her. <laughs> man, y'all, after we finish recording, you need to go. You need to look up. Drink, swear, steal, and lie by Michael Peterson. One hit wonder in the country, 1997. Do it. I, th- I think I do know what you're talking about, but send it to the text group. Hey, well, let me know? tell you, there's a genre that wasn't touched that for me, like, okay, like the whole Dave Matthews, Jack Johnson, there's this whole, like, I don't know what you what call you that really, Chill. singer, songwriter stuff, but like, like Flake by Jack Johnson, I considered like it's still a song I could put on today and be like, this just sounds good. Like my three month old baby listens to the whole Brushfire Fairy Tales album every time I feed her. I mean, it's just soothing. It's good stuff. Yeah, acoustic. Hey, I had to leave off a little Colby Calais. Ooh, uh, I went I went down a rabbit hole of hers a couple. Remember of- that song, Bubbly, my favorite water. Yes, yes. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I, I will say there's. One other thing, I think, Colin, I'm I'm disappointed in you that you didn't put Lil Wayne's Way of Life in your top five, which was you an O2. It was a top 10 finisher for sure. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Absolutely, top 10 finisher. All right, I can sleep tonight. Colin, what you know about this? What do you know about uh, little Jody Messina? Heads like Carolina, little... tells California. What you know about that? I like a little Jody Messina. You like that? Hey, a group that I was really, really into, threw it on my preliminary list. Obviously, didn't didn't come close to a top five, I don't think. But a group that I was super into, man, back in high school, the Dixie Chicks. Now it just goes by the Chicks, but the Dixie Chicks. Do ever, <laughs> ever like those? those Earl had to die? Sure. Man, hey, there's your trouble. Kevin, you're uh, so old. You could have really dipped into Shenandoah, Blackhawk. Yes. Hey, um, listen, that's some good stuff. Yeah, that, that is that gets, some great stuff. That gets some play on Sammy Kershaw Radio. I have Can a feeling <laughs> that that 90s country will be a topic in the near future. Man, that's good stuff. Listen, be. let me tell you how old I am, even though we're all relatively in the same range. When I was at Getty's Middle School, I think I was in either probably like eighth grade, seventh or eighth grade, whenever the Dixie Chicks were relevant, Kevin, we actually did a top five song 
list every week on our like Getty's news in the afternoon, like the afternoon announcements and Dixie Chicks Earl had to die or whatever came in at like number one, the first time we did it. And I never forget that because that was terrible. But now that I know you love it, I'm going to have to go back and jam out. Yeah. I don't know if I loved it, but I did back then for sure. It was a funny song. Hey, Christian, what you know about Limp Biscuit, man? You know about I know a lot about I'm freaking Fred Durst, bro. <laughs> Used to love that stuff. In together now. Did. I know you did. Yeah. Rolling, rolling, rolling. That's right. That's hot right. dog flavored water. <laughs> hey, the I latest think- sponsor, hot dog flavored water. You know what's not hot dog flavored water? Tea flavored water. Let me just give a shout out to Pure Leaf Fresh Brewed Tea. I mean, it's not necessarily Chick-fil-A. You know, it's not what your mama brews at the house, but if you're ever on a Sunday in a pinch, stop in a gas station, get yourself some pure leaf, fresh brewed tea, which I know about that. It's finger licking good. You heard it here first. There ain't nothing legendary about that stuff. I got my wife an unsweet tea from Bojangles and and she's like, this is not unsweet tea. And I tasted, I was like, yeah, it is. (laughs) Hey guys, uh, did you know that it is Fat Tuesday, or as I like to call it, Tuesday? (laughs) That's right. Did you celebrate with some little Debs? All right, let's do a quick recap of our rankings. Christian, your number five song was In the End by Linkin Park. Number four, In the Club by 50 Cent. Number three, I Miss You from Blink-182. Number two, The Big Timers Still Fly. And number one, Lose Yourself by Eminem. Eminem. Brant, your number five song was Anything But Mine from Kenny Chesney. Number four, Come Away With Me, Your Date Song by Nora Jones. Number three, Hey Ma from Cameron. Number two, Getting Better All the Time from Brooks and Dunn. And number one, I Like the Way You Move from Outkast. Colin, your number five song was Lose Yourself by Eminem. Number four, Ride With Me by Nelly. Number three, The Good Stuff from Kenny Chesney. Number two, again, Big Timers, Still Fly. And number one, Just Don't Happen Twice from Kenny Chesney. And then my number five song was Carrying Your Love With Me from George Strait. Number four, Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine. Number three, For a Little While from Tim McGraw. Number two, Long Day from Matchbox 20. And number one, Given to Fly by Pearl Jam. Guys, that was fun. That was a good time. I certainly enjoyed it. That was a difficult, difficult task doing that. But tell you what, um, anything you guys want to add? Colin Thompson 87 on Twitter. Give us some love. Appreciate your retweets. Appreciate your interaction. Yeah, yeah. At the Power 5 pod on Insta. Hit us up on there for updates. At Christian Graver on Twitter at C-Dub, the great one. That's the number one on Instagram. At Brantley Vest on Twitter. Um, and definitely the Power 5 Pod on Twitter. That's right. Look us up. Give us a follow. Make sure you are subscribing either in Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whichever outlet you like to use for your podcast. We certainly appreciate it. We are excited that you uh, continue to listen on with us. So until next time. Say goodnight, Kevin.